Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Uh, welcome along. This is the Orn Odyssey. I think it's part seven. Uh, apologies last week we got a little bit distracted from Michael Owen and we drifted into the world of Glenn Earlass and American TV yeah but that's Again. that's what people don't understand the podcasting game is all about drifting off going in different directions seeing where your guts take you yeah I suppose you're right yeah going off off your remit a bit which is people what we did last week to, isn't it? people stick people keep in line and stick to their remit too much in life but you and I Andy we are life's mavericks right we mm. refuse to play by the rules. We refuse to stay in la- line. We refuse yeah. to also stay in our lane. We are yeah. men throughout our whole lives, not just our podcasting lives, who have always followed our guts. We have pretty much always reacted to our own guts. Constantly. Uh, when it comes to decision-making. Sometimes from the moment we emerge from far. our mother's wombs. Or guts. It, from our mum's <laughs> guts, where she had nurtured us. How does hidden away in their guts? Push, Mrs. Dawson. It's nearly out of your guts. <laughs> your, your guts will be back to normal quite soon. <laughs> oh, it's a lad, Mrs. Dawson. <laughs> and he looks like he's following his gut instinct oh, right from the get go. Get a load of this. You've pulled out a lad. How about that? Out of your guts. Well done. Bingo. Have a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> well bloody done well done all of us um, so we've always followed our, our instincts and our guts and we will continue to do so and that is the magic and the colour of podcasts and indeed life So and life itself if you if you tune in wanting to just hear pure Michael Owen then you will be disappointed <laughs> um, yeah. they're, they're, but I do Imagine. have some Michael Owen background from my research alright yeah I don't know if you saw on, on the weekend I uh, shared from the Top Flight Time Machine account um, one of the funniest threads I've ever read. I which missed that, Sorry. One of the cunters yeah. alerted us to, and forgive me if you're listening that I don't have your name to hand, I will look it up, but um, I think it was a, a, a she-cunter, a shunter, and she she sent <laughs> it to us. Say, look, look, and it was basically a, a thread of the funniest ever football twi- footballer tweets so right. professional footballers using twitter in amusing yeah. ways and um 
a lot of them were by Michael Owen. So really, yes, yeah, but never like he was being purposefully funny. She alerted us to one, which I was shocked by, because she was saying, "Oh, you know, he is certainly not a nice bloke next door. You'd like to have a pint with? Look at this tweet." And basically, someone had been trolling him, probably unfairly. Mm. having a dig at him can't remember what they said on Twitter this is years ago and Owens responded to the bloke oh it's ironic that you're having a pop at me when your profile picture shows you sat there with rolls of fat <laughs> spilling over the top of your shorts and he wrote had a good life have you you fucking peasant ooh, ooh. no not you fucking peasant he just says you peasant right fucking hell and I was like Jesus Christ that's a bit nuclear <laughs> you peasant this will have been from a while ago, I guess, then, before, um, you know, celebrities kind of got it under control a bit Stop and, calling and people other people doing their and... tweets for them and stuff like that. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of it, because I read that and that was the one she'd alert me to. And then I thought, oh, I'll have a look at the rest of this thread. Well, you'll know the Michael Owen rabbit one. Of course, yeah. Just ran over a rabbit. Good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think he might have said devastated, was but I'm not de- sure. It, yeah, I think and, it was. And, uh, it was the and then there was, that was good, wasn't it? There was one where he'd been for a run, a morning run, in his grounds, right? In his grounds. In his grounds. Nice. And uh, he said, oh, it was like being on a wildlife adventure. I thought, oh, that's nice. And he'd posted a series <laughs> of pictures of him in his grounds, on his run, his running gear, with various different woodland creatures, right? <laughs> so one's like he's with a rabbit. Another one, he's with like a fucking duck, right? <laughs> Fuck knows he's taking these pictures because they're not selfies. So he's obviously got an assistant who runs with him. Right. An official, official photographer. <laughs> Take a picture of me next to that fucking cat. I'm going to stick it on Twitter. That'll show them all that I'm a normal down-to-earth human being, right? <laughs> I mean, one of them's a fucking dead weasel, right? <laughs> just a fucking weasel and it's dead. But Michael Owen is, is obviously j- just not checked out the back. But he's right next to it. He's squatted down next to it with a big beaming smile. He'd say, look at my weasel friend. The weasel's head has got fucking... His, his eyes are shut in the manner of a dead weasel. And there's blood fucking seeping out the side of his head. I mean, he's t- completely dead. Has he got two X's for eyes? Yeah. In the absolutely. He's a, you can almost see the weasel Grim Reaper in the background. Yeah. And um, so they were funny. And then, um, but then the best ones, there was loads of different footballers. One that you'll enjoy is Louis Sahar just tweeting JK Rowling saying, right. can I speak to you, please? <laughs> That was it. Yeah. That was it, was it? Can I speak yeah, to you? Yeah, that was please? it. God. She didn't reply. If, Do you have I a pen? I wonder if they did. Yeah. I wonder if they did. We'll never Louis know. Louis Sahar and J.K. Rowling in, in, are really good mates. Yeah. Imagine that. Um, so that was really funny. But the, the king of all of them was definitely mm. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney had uh, just... When it, you know, years ago, ten years yeah. ago or something, when it first started, he was on there. and He, he was, was wild, wasn't he? He went first. Rogue. He yeah. went rogue. Um, he had a right go at people. He threatened people. He had <laughs> he had a massive bee in his bonnet with Piers Morgan. But it wasn't like a funny sort of matey, chummy sort of feud like Lineker plays out on Twitter no, no. with Piers Morgan. It was, it was real. fucking serious, right? And he was just, as far as I could tell, it wasn't anything personal that had happened between them. He just found him irritating on the box. It and he goes to him, us. he said to him, get out of cow's hole, right? <laughs> I won't. And then he goes, this is my favourite bit. I won't tell you again. <laughs> really threatening. Like, I fucking told you. I can you fair warning. I won't tell you again. I won't tell you again. Next time I see you, 
in Simon Cow's hole. I'll yeah. just be round there to your rig like a flash and I will spark you out, Morgan. I'll be checking up. I'm going to have people checking Cow's hole, see if you're still in there. You wouldn't You wouldn't fight, would you? You wouldn't fight um, Wayne Rooney. And then what were the other ones? <laughs> so many funny ones that Wayne Rooney's Did you remember done. His, do you remember his Whitney Houston death tweet? Yeah, that was on that? there. That was on yeah. there. Which is something like... Um, all right, it was. It was. Can't believe it. Uh, I just want to run to you. I think you might have said with the angels now or something like that. That's and what's then, so brilliant. I yeah, the, I think the hashtag. It might have been a separate tweet. The hashtag was R.I.P. Whitey. <laughs> oh Whitey God. Houston. I get Whitey Houston. That's that's what I call her. Whitey Houston. <laughs> I'm gonna while we while we talk about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, scroll through because some of them about, are fucking what, gold. While we're talking about Whitey Houston the other week, um, me and Bob did a mint show in Sheffield and yeah. we were in Sheffield City Hall. And the and ghost was, of Whitey Houston turned up. Hang on. There was oh. two There was two venues, two halls within the same city hall. There's the main one we, we weren't in. We were in the lesser one, the smaller one of the two. But on against us in the same building the mm. same night, Whitney Houston's hologram. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Was she in the green room with you? No. I was like pressing buttons on the screen and that trying to get it to come up, but no, she wasn't. She must have had her own one. This hologram touring thing, because Tupac's ghost did it a while back, didn't he? It makes me think this is another way of... Because, as we said on yesterday's free-to-air pod, we're not worried about coronavirus affecting our living because we can still podcast and the cunters can still pay us. But, live tour, we've got one lined up. Well, we're, we're planning to do one in September... I think September, October. I think the coronavirus could still be putting everyone on lockdown by then. So I'm thinking holograms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, me and Bob have discussed this about when we're both dead. We'll send out the mince holograms for years and years to come. Yeah, so it's it's worth you investing in hologram technology now because that's two two revenue streams you could get from a hologram Dawson. Yeah, at least two. Exactly, and where where our dressing room was, there was a door which led into the back of the the other venue. So we went mm. in and had a look, but we couldn't get to see the hologram. It was curtained off. Imagine she, the, if, if, she had a if, band as well. She had like a, a real live band. Oh, right. No, they were real. Could see them, but couldn't see the hologram. Imagine if hologram Whitney, you just came across her and she was just sat there having a cup of tea and reading the yeah. paper. It'd be amazing, <laughs> right, wouldn't it? All right, lads, it's me, hologram Whitney. You've been, you've been yeah, doing I mean, this long to be honest, <laughs> being a hologram... It's got its upsides and its downsides. Obviously, it's good because I can still make a few quid, which a lot of people in the afterlife can't. They struggle, right? Yeah. But I can still do it thanks to this hologram. But in other ways, it's terrible. I can't eat now because it, it's like a ghost. Literally, it just falls through. Goes right through me. Yeah. Has so. anybody doing this long, lads? So, well, you know, we this podcast just four years. Uh, Bob's been doing it 30 years. She says, oh, yeah, I thought I recognised him. Yeah, I've seen him before. Me? I was at it for about 30 years. Then I died. And now I'm back again as this hologram. So, you know, second coming sort of thing. After over I died. Moon. Over the moon, I am, she said. <laughs> After I died, I took wrong. a bit of a break, you know. It was all going a bit wrong towards yeah. the end when I died. I died in the bath. I don't know if you read that. But it was all going a bit wrong. The hits had dried up. I was having a few problems with the tablets. Yeah. Um, and then I died. <laughs> But now I'm back with the hologram and there's none of that shit going on. I'm as clean as a whistle. Clean. Uh, I just switch myself off when it's bent down. Everything's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I sleep like a fucking baby. And that is because it's it's not technically sleep. I literally, for those eight hours a night, I don't actually exist. 
because I switched myself up. <laughs> All I have to do is make sure that I've left a note for someone, uh, you got- know, a po- <laughs> post-it note on my projector, just saying, yeah. remember to turn on at 7am sharp. Now, I, you, I'm not going to show you because, you know, it's a bit personal, but just under my arse on the left-hand side, I've got a little <laughs> USB socket. And I just plug into that, switch myself <laughs> off, charge up overnight, and Fucking I'm ready to lovely. go first thing in the morning. It's better. I mean, looking back, if I had my time again, I'd have been all hologram my old career. It's more efficient. Cheaper too to run. There were opportunities. I could have done it in 88. I could have done it in 95. You know, offers were made. I kept I saying no. weird. Yeah. I, I knocked it back. But uh, no, best thing I ever did, die, and then come back as a hologram. <laughs> you lads should try it. I can recommend it. I can recommend it, lads. I can put uh, you in touch with a fella if you're interested, <laughs> she said. All the best. Anyway, all the best with what you're doing in the mortal world. <laughs> but I can tell you things, you know, don't fear the Reaper. <laughs> okay, if anything, I found, it's I, the start of, of, you know, a new chapter. I found this this thread. I'll read a few before we build up to... Um, to uh, so Dean Windass has, has tweeted... In 2018, he tweeted Jamie Carragher just saying, if you spat at me, I would pull your head off. Great mole roddle. Mole roddle. (laughs) Mole roddle. And I have made mistakes. M-E-S-T-A-K-E-S. So that's him. Uh, My favourite one from Dean Windass is he tweeted um, on the 19th of April 2014, how you doing, mate? Are you okay? And then a moment later, he replied to himself and wrote, Yee, I'm fine, thanks. So he was literally talking to himself on Twitter. So that was a bit worrying. Um, Let me quickly get to these Rooney ones, though, because that's the the real money shot. He did have Uh, some drink issues, didn't he, Dean Windus? Drinking? Oh, drink issues, yeah. Yeah. They're like piss tweets. Um, A bit like you on a Friday night on on the old BBC Force. Very much drink issues there, yeah. Yeah. Mate, they're, they're reminiscent of your tweets, although I don't think you've yet had a conversation with yourself Not yet. on Twitter. Not yet. Um, on 2nd of July 2011, Wayne Rooney just tweeted the following. Mate, 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 mate. Right? <laughs> so straight away thinking, bit renegade. Um, then, yeah, he, he tweets to himself, so he's obviously a bit confused. I'll put you asleep within 10 seconds, you little girl. <laughs> you little girl. Don't say stuff. Don't To himself. Don't punter. say stuff and not follow up on it. I'll be waiting. Fucking but hell. No one knows who that was to because he's accidentally done it to himself. Then, of course, the Whitney Houston one. Whitney has passed away. RIP, you will live on forever. Can't believe it. I want to run to you. Really there can't believe this. There so there's, there's that one, which is nice. Um <laughs> Uh, okay they're all funny but we haven't got time to go through all of them um yeah then uh then louisa Sahar. this was in 2017 jk rowling hi can i speak to you please <laughs> <laughs> really funny Brilliant. then of course the michael owen ones are his really well famous well documented film ones so i won't go into those where he's just bragging about how he's not seen any films then mm. there's the Alan Shearer Michael Owen spat, which I think we covered all the time ta- at the time. Oh, was that on Twitter? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Craig Gardner 
Who's he? West Brom? He played for Sunderland for a bit, yeah. Oh, got a stripper <clears throat> for my brother last night when she finished and had all her clothes off. Who then gets her tits out? My nan. Ha, ha, ha. Class. Fucking hell. That's nice. Sure, he's... Nice. Sure he's um, uh, this is a this is a classic Peter Crouch. I mean, everyone remembers this. But it's a classic of the genre. Peter Crouch writes: Congratulations, Man City! You really were a sharp team this season. And someone called Gustavo Klimt responds: Top man, Crouchy! I promise to stop wanking over your wife now. And Peter Crouch responds to that immediately uh, with: yeah. That would be great, mate. Thanks. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That could good. only be Crouchy. Uh, just just ran over a rabbit, devastated. Uh, yeah, <clears> and he's. The Michael Owen one, I will just retweet now so everyone can see him next to a dead... It might be a weasel or a stoat. I'm not that familiar with the different woodland um, rodents and creatures, but there you go. I'll take a uh, look later on. Maybe make yeah. a judgment call on it. Yeah, yeah. Good oh, he's stuff. definitely dead, mate. He's definitely dead. Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. The thing about Wayne Rooney is, is that not only is he an underrated bloke and wit, he is also the most underrated footballer of our times. Because mm. if you look at Wayne Rooney... Unlike Gaza, who men of our age get very nostalgic and dewy-eyed about, yeah. he didn't burst onto the scene and then always tragically fail to deliver. Because Gaza, mm. we remember a handful of mo- magical moments where he showed glimpses of what might have been possible. What people forget about Wayne Rooney is he burst onto the scene with a world-class goal age 16 for Everton against Arsenal. And then, from there on in, just continued to relentlessly ex- excel at every level, Right. He is yeah. England's top scorer of all time. He is England's most capped player of all time. I think he's Manchester United's top Premier League scorer of all time, right? He yeah. won endless silverware. He dominated... I mean, when he, his first tournament for England, it wasn't like Gaza at Italian 90 where there was a couple of cool moments. Rooney was the best player in that tournament, in the whole tournament in yeah. Euro 2004. Definitely was. He was sensational, but... For some reason, I, I always thought there was a lot of snobbery towards him and um, Colleen because they're very working class and the media sort of treated them a little bit as if like, oh, look at these kind of mm. crass Hillbillies with their new money. Yeah, who don't know yeah. what, how to spend their new money, right? And people didn't like him. And of course, like most footballers, especially of that generation, it was all sorts of off-field misdemeanours. But having said that, I just think that people don't give him the credit he's due. I would say he's... A better player than Paul Gascoigne. I say, I would say that he's a better player than Paul Scholes. 
you know, in terms of what he actually delivered and achieved, right? Yeah. I think there are few English players ever who would hold a candle to Wayne Rooney. And yet, I just think people don't really take him seriously. And they probably will do in time. It'll probably be another 10 years and everyone will look back and go, fucking hell, Rooney was the best player this country ever produced. Yeah. You yeah, know you- what? I, I think he was kind of hamstrung a bit by his versatility. The yeah. fact that he could play so many different positions and he wasn't mm. always playing as an out-and-out striker. He still managed to get all them goals. Yeah, I mean, Definitely. I, I think his best position was number 10, like, you know, sort of behind Michael Owen. Or, or whoever it was he was playing with. But he would play as a centre-forward, he would play on the wing, he'd play central midfield. He's still playing well for Derby now. I mean, I haven't yeah. seen him, but he I've read reviews. deep-lying midfielder now, isn't he? Yeah. The mate yeah, is, the pure, he is a pure-class player who actually did it. He didn't just show promise. You know, the other greats that people like to go on about are the likes of Glenn Hoddle, right? Glenn Hoddle, Chris mm. Waddle, John Barnes, these you know brilliantly gifted players who people thought were flawed geniuses but there was nothing really flawed about Rooney because unlike them you know he didn't do one good goal once and then everyone sort of live in hope of him once repeating it again he did it constantly for club and country um so anyway I saw him threatening to spark out uh, um Simon Cow, and I thought to myself Piers <laughs> sorry Piers Morgan and I thought to myself um, yeah, good bloke, great footballer. Everyone should, you know, honour Wayne Rooney well. a bit more. Mm, well, while we're talking about underrated players, I tell you what, I really, really, it bugs me that this fella doesn't get as much credit as I reckon he deserves. Aguero. Yeah. Aguero, yeah. I was looking earlier on, right, 180 Premier League goals yeah. in 261 games. That is fucking outstanding. That's outstanding. I was looking at Shearer and Rooney. Andrew Cole's just above him. Andrew Cole is just above him on 187, I think. Right. right. And then you've got Rooney, who got something like two, three, four or something. But Rooney got, for for United, Rooney got 183, which is three more than Aguero's got now, in 393 games. It took him another 100 games. Yeah. And it's took 113 games. Shearer, Premier League, uh, 283 goals. Amazing but in 559 games. And Aguero's percentage is just fucking completely obliterated both of those. He's a humble character, isn't he? That's the thing yeah. about him, is that he's never showed off. He, you don't read about don't anything he's up to him, off the field. What he does off the, off the field, he, 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 he is, doesn't embrace like the celebrity lifestyle. And also, when he scores goals, he doesn't... You never see him do an outrageous celebration where... Like no, nah, he's he not know? trying to get attention no. on himself. He's just qu- he's quietly gone about his business, Andy. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, like me. an assassin. That's like me. I, I quietly go about my business yeah, in life, like don't I? Yeah, you're the assassin of the podcasting mm. world, I think. Just quite, I don't make a fuss. assassin. Don't talk about myself. Nothing like that. Just no, get no, on no, with oh, it. No, no, no. Just mm. get on with it. Yeah. Anyway, should we look at a bit of Michael Owen? Because we're about <laughs> two-thirds of the way Wayne through Rooney. this one. Piers Morgan. I know I've already said this, but now I finally found the tweet, so I just want to read it out. Piers Morgan, shut up, you egg, and get out of cow's hole. I won't tell you again. <laughs> you egg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love won't tell you again. I'm going to start using that more and I'm I'm thinking t-shirt won't tell you again. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Michael Owen. Michael Owen, yeah. Oh, um, where were we? It was just start of chapter six, I think we were up to. Mm. Um, and it says, uh, it's chapter six, it's called Fame and he talks about the adulation after World Cup 98. He says, obviously I'd never experienced anything like it. 
Uh, even before we got back to England, we flew back on Concorde from Paris to Luton. Remember Concorde, everyone? That must have took about nine and a half minutes. Yeah. To get from, from Paris, Paris to, to Luton. Luton? I reckon yeah. you'd get there before you even took off. <laughs> Probably, That's what yeah. happens with the speed of sound, isn't it? You have to do the loop the loop a couple of times. Just catch mm. up with yourself. Yeah. Like my mate Darren when he went on that ride that was so fast he spat at the top and on the next yeah. time round it hit him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Same same laws of physics that govern kind of... Darren's experience at Disney yeah. World. Exactly. Uh, and funnily the... enough, he flew there, according to his story that he mm. told me, if you remember, mm-hmm. he claimed to have flown there on Concorde. On Concorde, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I was digging out yeah. front on my own and I looked up and he said, did you see Concorde? And I said, yeah, because I just was going for it. And he went, yeah, I was on it and I was waving to you out the window and I was on my way to Disneyland with my dad. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I thought I saw, I, th- I saw someone waving at me out I the window of Concorde. Yeah, it looked familiar. I, while I was digging and I, I, I couldn't place them. I thought there's someone waving at me. I'm not sure who it is. I assumed it was like Richard Branson or someone. Yeah, I thought that's the hand of a fellow digger. But I don't know who it is. <laughs> That's a digging it hand. Gnarled because from digging. A, a digger would recognise a digger hand anyway. Fellow digger. Yeah. Yeah, of course you would. Uh, it says, uh, as we began our approach, one of the crew came to my seat and asked me to go up to the cockpit. Walking up the aisle, I thought, what's this all about? Uh, well, obviously, <laughs> hey, hey. you're going to get to visit the captain because you're the kid. You know, you're the hey, kid hey, in the family. Looks, looks like old Mikey boy yeah. is going to get a visit to the cockpit. And if he's lucky... A toy plastic concord. Have we got any kiddies on who'd like to say hello to the captain? Because, of course, this is pre-9-11. Anything goes. you got a kiddie, send him up. It's a fucking free-for-all. It can have a look. We've got a few buttons on the bottom right of the console there. They don't do much. It can have a press a couple of them if he wants to. Have a go. Go on. Um, It turned out they wanted me to hold the England flag out of the cockpit window when we landed at Luton. That is, that is, that's the thing you would ask the kid to do, isn't it? Yeah. And <laughs> also, Mr. Owen, also, Mr. Owen, would you also mind putting on these f- these fake breasts that we bought from a joke shop and leaning out the window and shaking your fist? <laughs> yeah, we that's no them, problem at all. We, we bought them four months ago expecting Paul Gascoigne to be in the squad, but he didn't get selected, <laughs> yeah, so they've, so they've the, kind of gone the task, the task, ta- The traditional... T- ceremonial wearing of the comedy breasts falls to you, <laughs> Mr. Owen. Which goes all the way back to 1970 when Bobby Moore emerged from the police station in Bogota after being arrested for uh, allegedly nicking some jewellery. He mm. came out the, the the police station wearing the comedy breasts. Yeah, because he was being ever since. he was being advised from a PR perspective by young Max Clifford, who yeah. had turned up in Bogota and said, "Listen, there's going to be a lot of heat on you right when you come yeah. out." So yeah, what you got to do away. is you got to do you got to change the narrative. You got to change the narrative. <laughs> yeah. I call it the dead cat on the table technique. Only in this case, it's not a dead cat on the table, but a big pair of comedy knockers on your fucking chest. <laughs> no, none of the papers are going to be talking about you nicking a necklace tomorrow. They're all going to be talking about your big tits. What is it? I don't I don't understand, Mr. Mr. Clifford. Is it a metaphorical dead cat? No, no, it comes from a time when I actually threw a dead cat onto the table in a meeting that yeah. I wanted to get out of. Anyway, well, don't, treat. don't worry. Well, that's horrible, Mr. Clifford. How could you do it? Now, don't worry about that. Forget about the cat. I wish I'd never mentioned it. You can now, also, stick these tits on. If you've got a dead weasel, you can use a dead weasel as well. It doesn't really matter. As long as it's dead, it's still warm. <laughs> Do they have weasels and cats in Colombia? I don't know, probably not. It's mostly snakes, as I understand it. That's why we've got these knockers to put on instead. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, Michael Lord says, uh, 
They wanted me to hold the England flag out of the cockpit window when we landed. Who else can say they've done that? Well, you know, who what? else would want to fucking say this? Shit boast. Yeah. Yeah, who else can say that? Can Alan yeah. Shearer say he'd done that? Probably Tony not, Adams. so fuck no. off. <laughs> Get the kid to do it. He says, if you could find footage today of that plane touching down, you'd see two arms appearing out the window holding the flag. Those were my arms. <laughs> that is, he's reached peak partridge here, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got full partridge, yeah. Those are my apps. If you could find footage today, he says, well, there probably isn't any. I don't know where you would get find footage. I don't know if there is, say, for instance, a hub that is publicly accessible <laughs> of old news footage, but I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll set that up. That could be a good business adventure I'll for me. I'll call it Michael Tube. <laughs> he says, those were my arms. That alone was a nice moment. And again, it felt entirely normal. This is normal, Michael. This normal. is normal. It felt normal, but now I know different because I've been rebooted. It was, in fact, the coolest thing anyone ever did. Mm-hmm. And I feel resentful that none of you acknowledged the coolness of it at the time. And he says, as soon as he got back to his mum and dad's estate in Howarden, uh, I got a first sense of what the next few weeks might look like. Camped out pretty much with members of the press cameraman from various news stations and pretty much everyone that lived on the estate. Our neighbours clapped me out of the car into the house. Fucking hell. Um, but he says that him and his family are actually quite shy. Uh, his dad and his brother Terry, certainly shy. And it was a big, big culture shock to everyone. Uh, they'd be playing golf and next thing they'd hear would be rustling in the bushes. Photographers everywhere snapping away from concealed positions behind the green. You have to wonder about who who would choose this as a career. You know, hanging around in bushes and watching out for Michael Owen trying to sink a fucking nine-foot putt. Well, I've had many dealings with the paparazzi, and it's well, interesting. Well, I, I was hoping that you would say that, Sam, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I kind once, of laid that out for you, yeah. I made a documentary uh, where I shadowed, uh, sort of, I went out for an evening with a pap, and shadowed him. There's different right. sorts of paparazzi. There's your, your pros, and then there's um, and the a lot of peop- there's a lot of people who just. I mean, I'm not saying the pros are any better, but they, 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 when there, there's a lot of money in it, or there was, I don't know if there still is. And so what you'd get is you'd get a lot of people who would just you have a digital camera. When when the technology started to exist, where all you need was a digital camera and a laptop. Oh, so then, just get a decent quality shot, and then just get on the phone and try and flog it. Exactly. Sort of so you just yeah. go around, you hang around in certain places, whether that be celebrity haunts, you know. Or the bushes on a golf course. Like, you know, Hard Rock Cafe, that kind of yeah. place. You know, where all Trocadero the rock stars Center. go. Trocadero, exactly. Um, all the cool places, Harrods. <laughs> <laughs> you go there, you're going to see them all. You're going to see your Trevor McDonald's, right? You're going <laughs> to see... You're going to see your Delia Smiths of this world, right? Stumbling the, out of places drunk. Up the tower in the revolving restaurant. Yeah. All in places. Exactly. You're going, to see your Gar- you're going to see your Gary Davises of this world, right? <laughs> you're going to see your Richard Stilgos, right? And they're going to be stumbling around. Maybe some of them will have cocaine on their face. Maybe yeah. some of them will have a little wee patch, right? And all you do is those snap, snap, and then you, you put them out there. And you can make a lot of money if you get on the right hub, shot. On some kind of hub. Some shots could, you know, make set people up for life. Yeah. Um, but 
And then other people, you know, are in the employ full time of a either a picture agency or a newspaper, and they they're a little bit more, they're a bit a little bit less renegade, I suppose. Mm. But and they will follow rules because they have to, because if not, they could their their newspaper could get sanctioned and fined, and they the could get the sack. Club. But the renegade yeah. ones, fucking hell. Anyway, the best one, I won't name him, but he's one. He he was a funny bloke, and what he would do is. Um, he would turn up at the. Uh, he would turn up in at like a red carpet event, mm. and you know there's like twenty paparazzi all stood behind some railings, right? Mm. And the film star walks along, and they all shout her name, right? So mm. it was, Meryl, yeah. Right, so they'll go, who's Meryl Streep? Meryl, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. Oh, it's Margot Robbie, Margot, 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 Margot. Right, and the reason they're all shouting, because she stops anyway, right? She stops to get a photo taken anyway, that's what she's there for. So why are they all shouting her name? The reason they're shouting her name is that if she looks down their lens, as opposed to anyone else's lens, they've got a better shot, right? Because it looks like a personal shot, right? She's going to turn around and go, what? What do you want? So and and also the other thing is back in the old days again I don't know if this is the, still the case but if you were working on a magazine like Heat if you got photos of them pulling a funny face or looking a little Ooh. bit off guard it was worth yeah. more because that was what a stock in trade was right you wanted to see them not pose you wanted to almost see like it was a peep behind the curtain all natural so this guy I heard what he used to do was he would he would barge his Did, way to the hang front on, can I guess this yeah Did he have a little hand puppet, like the school photographers would have. Almost. Oh! Almost. Almost. <laughs> he would get right to the front, right? <laughs> and then he would, he would shout out, <laughs> well, wait, he would oh. shout out the name. Get warm And up. he would get his cock out. Really? Right? For real. <laughs> and this film star would look, do a double take. And and for, if he kept snapping, he would get the moment where she had first seen it and she'd be looking yeah. down at a weird angle, but yeah. directly at him and usually gasping or cringing. Yeah. Certainly her face would be get, in an unusual position. And he, someone that's he, witnessing... He, he basically a sex, was... A, it, yeah, it's a sex crime, the, isn't it? Yeah, the face of someone witnessing a sex crime, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and there's, a lo- there's a lot of money in that. <laughs> and there we are. Um, I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, we should. We've we've got enough, I think. Yeah, and we've covered plenty of Owen. We've covered we've a, a cop. Of, we've, we've covered had, a dead weasel. We've had Whitney Houston's hologram. Yeah, we've, high um, point. We've had us coming out of our mum's guts. It's all been yeah. good. Oh, Something for everyone. The full gamut. And this, ladies and gentlemen, don't think of this as an episode of Top Flight Time Machine Patreon special, Michael Owen Deep Dive. Think of it as a podcasting masterclass from us <laughs> exactly. to you. And, and if you feel like done. you want to give us more money this month as a donation, that's fine. Yeah. And tell your friends. Please. So there we are. That's it for this one. Thanks very much. Ta-da. Yeah. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.